Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way to Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day. If you are new here, hi, my name is Gabby. I'm an online dating coach. And if you need advice, if you need help in your dating life, if you want to transform yourself going from zero confidence to that bitch, please hit the link in my bio. But you guys, it has been a fucking year, a fucking year. Happy birthday to your favorite Gemini. I'm not a Gemini, but way too wifey is a Gemini. So happy fucking birthday. One year anniversary of way too wifey. If you have been here from the very beginning, I just went back and actually watched, rewatched my very first episode. Kind of just like, ugh. Like I started and I didn't think that I was going to be consistent and I don't think a lot of people thought I was going to be consistent either, but I have posted a video, a podcast episode every single week, every week for the past year. I feel like Noah on The Notebook where he wrote a letter to her every single day, Um, but no, honestly... It's tough work, okay? It is a lot of hard work. It's amount of consistency. You can't be consistent for an entire year and not see results. I am so happy that audience that I have now, like, thank you so much for listening. Get so many DMs now about people listening to the podcast. I really record this still to this day thinking that no one fucking listens. Sit down. I'm like, no one's even going to listen to this. The thing is, I really don't expect people to watch this. And so thank you so much. If you have tuned in from the very beginning or if you're a new listener, I really, truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you. If you have tuned in, I'm going to stop with the mushy shit, but thank you so much. I really, truly does mean a lot. To this day, I don't think that everyone, anyone really listens, but it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that that many people are listening to this podcast. I sometimes just make this so I can voice my own thoughts and feelings and opinions because sometimes I feel like I don't have any friends and I love talking on here because it makes me feel like I have someone to talk to. So thank you for allowing me the space to do so. Before I even get into this episode... I just wanted to say that I'm probably, after a year, I wasn't even going to make this video, but I obviously had to celebrate my one year. This is, I wish there was like balloons in the back or whatever, but it's not, I'm not doing that. I'm probably going to take like two weeks off, but I promise I'll be back. I promise that I'm coming back. I'm not going to leave you guys stranded. I just need some time. I'm working on some other things right now and it needs, it's like kind of demanding of my time. I just need a little bit of a break so I can come back refreshed and full of ideas in a better headspace and a better like space for you guys. So I will be taking at least two weeks off, maybe three, but we'll see how I feel. I have to tell you a story because this is some shit that just happened to me recently. I had been talking to this guy for about two months, maybe a little less. It was long distance. We were planning to meet up. I was just like, you know what? Something just like doesn't feel all the way right. I prayed and I was like, yo, God, what's up? Um, It's me, your girl, respectfully. I don't want to see this person if they're not meant for me because I don't want to catch feelings. So if this person is not meant for me, please block me from going to New York and meeting them. Days before, literally four days before, I was supposed to be in New York right now. Four days before we were supposed to meet, he just started acting out of hand out of pocket saying things like very controlling things and the thing with me is that I cannot be controlled and I'm not willing to back down either so you're able to want what you want but I'm not gonna play into your your game so I cut it off I actually just was like all right I was literally my last text KK was my last text he never responded haven't heard back 
we're supposed to be both in New York right now. I haven't heard from him. So I kind of want to touch upon like what I've kind of been going through. Realize that I'm really really like deep down I say that I like on the surface that yeah like I want a relationship whatever so this whole thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode is really having the space to call in a loving and healthy relationship because I don't think a lot of people wrap their brains around like being in the right headspace giving the universe giving life the right signals that you are open for a loving and healthy relationship. I don't think a lot of people comprehend this. So I wanted to get into what that actually means and what that looks like. I really came to terms recently after this whole experience occurred. I knew deep down in me that this was not it, right? Like I kind of was just like going along, going with the flow because he was hot. He was being nice, being kind, giving me some excitement in my life right now when I really needed it. I am so bored with my like romance life, with my friend life. I'm like such a homebody. I'm hanging out with my family every single day. I'm living with my parents. I don't go out anymore. I am seeing my nieces every week. Like it's, I'm just, I've turned into just like a family kind of gal and I need some excitement in my life. And I realized that like this year, I haven't really deep down wanted a relationship because if I wanted a relationship, I know how to go, the steps to go about attracting the right person in my life. The first half of the year, I was kind of working on my business. I've been so focused on making new friends. Like that was my priority. I didn't leave any time for actually dating and getting myself out there and wanting to put myself out there. Like I just kind of was so focused on building my own life. So I had something to kind of lean upon when someone did come into my life. Then world shook me up and spit me out of Miami and <laughs> was like, you know what? You're not meant to be here anymore. So it kicked me out of Miami. I'm now living with my parents. I'm not in the space. Like I don't have the space right now for a relationship because I know that I'm going to be moving in the next couple of months. So I would say whenever I move to where I want to go to, I would say within the next like, say by fall, I actually want a relationship. But right now it just like doesn't make any sense. So I've been going after these guys that are deep down I know aren't for me, but respectful enough to be in my life and like give me enough excitement to like have someone there, but not have someone there, if that makes sense. Because deep down I know that that wasn't going to turn into an actual healthy loving relationship because first of all we're long distance I don't want to do long distance and I know that and also deep down I know that he's not going to be able to be the kind of person that I need him to be like yes I do want a relationship and it's fun to play the part of a relationship when you're not actually in a relationship I realize that I love doing that like if it's a weekend romance I'm fucking live I get off on that shit just because I know I've known this year that I don't want a relationship yet I'm waiting until I wherever I move wherever I settle down and then I'm will start dating seriously but right now I'm focused I'm building my shit I'm so focused on my business my podcast I physically do not have any space emotionally to invest in another person is what it comes down to I'm saying all of this because I want you to really consider you saying that you want a relationship if you really think to yourself yes I want a relationship are you aligning yourself to attract and to bring in a relationship you show the world the universe life how you want to be treated you show people how you want to be treated and they respond to what you're putting out for instance say i wanted to make a hundred k in my next job this is just an example a number whatever 
I actually want a lot more than that, but we're just gonna give it as an example. I wanna make 100K in my next job, but I accept a job that's 50K. I am directly telling life, universe, whatever you believe in, I am directly saying that I am not worth that 100K. And I'm also saying that I'm not patient enough to wait for what I actually deserve. The same thing goes with relationships, right? You say that you want someone that treats you well. You say that you want to be in a healthy relationship. You say that you want to attract your soulmate, but then you settle for someone that's giving you half-ass. You settle for the person that's right in front of you because you're not patient enough to wait for what you actually deserve and want. So know that you can set your standards very high, but you just have to be patient and believe that that thing is going to happen for you. You are directly confirming to yourself that you are not worth what it is that you want. You're saying you want a relationship, but are you truly willing to give up the pieces of your life that you know are no longer going to fit when you do get into a relationship? Are you willing to stop entertaining the people that are no good for you or past lovers or things that you still might be hanging on or are lingering, are you willing to get rid of those things out of your life in order for someone to step in, your soulmate to step in? Are you willing to stop talking to the people that you know are no good for you and wait for someone who is actually right for you? That's the question you need to ask yourself if you are really truly looking for a relationship. You say that you want a relationship, but what are your actions saying? Are they in line with what you're really asking for? For example, are you excessively partying every week and every weekday are you going out and getting like blacked out every night and thinking that you're going to find your soulmate out at one of these bars like that's just usually not the case right or are you posting promiscuous pictures online hoping that your soulmate sees and all of a sudden they're gonna fall in love with you when in actuality okay first of all I'm gonna stop right there and say there's nothing wrong with this post whatever you want for sure but what message are you really sending out there? You're sending to guys that it's okay to want you for your body. You can't disagree with me. Like I've been there. I've posted thirst traps and I've even recently was like, damn, I kind of want to like post a thirst trap. I'm feeling good about myself. But in actuality, what is that going to do? Like it's going to attract the entirely wrong audience when I am trying to promote to women who need help in dating. What is that actually going to do? It's going to draw more guys to my page that I don't want. Like it's the, it's the wrong kind of attention, right? I'd rather just be stick to myself and do my thing, post things that are actually going to be valuable. You have to get to a place where you no longer care about the attention and instead you want the peace, the soul level connection to where those things don't even matter and you don't even wanna like engage in them anymore. But again, there's nothing wrong with posting a bikini picture or whatever, it's just, you have to understand what message you're sending out there and the type of attention that you're attracting. It sucks that it's like that. It is what it is. You want someone to settle down with, but you don't want to give up your independence. I think that was, for me, the largest um, block that I've had. I love my independence. I love the life that I have. I don't want to give that up to anyone. There are certain things that you need to give up in order to start a whole new beginning and like actually bring in your soulmate. You have to be willing to get rid of certain things in order to attract what is right for you. Are you living a life right now that a partner can seamlessly fit into? Are you allowing space, allowing time where you can actually go out on dates when you need to? I think the first beginning half of the year, I was focused so hard on my business. I was focused very hard on like the friends that I, I was making. That's all I cared about. I didn't leave any time in my week 
for dating. I was actually off of the apps. I didn't care. I realized that I have been on three dates this year. And I'll tell you, every single one of those dates, I did not live in the same areas. Like I have been on two dates when I was traveling, one date when someone was traveling in town. And that's literally the only dates that I've been on. And it's because I really truly have not wanted a relationship this year. It is okay to not want that. And I, I don't think that you should let someone online bully you or someone in person, one of your friends, family members bully you into thinking that is wrong, that you're not in the space to want a relationship. It's completely okay. I realized I didn't even want to open up and say this because I'm a dating coach and I feel like I should want that. But like realistically, that's not where I'm at in life. And I think that it is totally okay to just want whatever it is that you want. You shouldn't have to feel guilty or rushed into something because other people around you want that for you. I think the big thing too now is like, oh, well, I want kids and I'm nearing, I'm almost 30. And like people are like, these are your prime years. Like you should be settled down by now. Someone's going to get the old version of you. It's like, fuck that person. I've only gotten better with age actually. And if kids are meant to be in my life, they are going to be in my life. There's people out there having children in their 40s. Like I'm not worried about it. If it's meant to be, it will happen when it's supposed to be. I'm enjoying my life fully right now. And I don't think that you should feel guilty for that. Don't let anyone else's opinion affect how you feel about yourself. Okay. I wanted to get into, because I think this is like I've been really into this for some reason. I don't know why, but feng shui in homes and specifically feng shui for attracting and allowing love into your life. You have to be open to receive in order to bring in someone for you. I think a lot of times we want something, but we're not open to it. So you say that you want a relationship, but you're not open to dates. You're not open to going on dating apps. You're not open to when people are trying to communicate with you on DMs. You're not open to reading them. It's like, just be open. If that person wants to have a conversation with you, just be open to a conversation. It doesn't have to mean that you have to marry that person, right? It's being open and light. Being open and, oh, that person wants to give you a compliment. I used to, when guys would be like trying to talk to me out in person, if I wasn't interested, I would be very rude and like just because it's like okay like you don't have to be creepy or weird about it and i think that there does get to a certain extent where you're like okay this is not what i want to engage with but just being nice and receiving the compliments and then respectfully turning them down instead of you know just like don't talk to me please there's ways to go about it but that person could really just give be the next opportunity for you say that someone on the street knew someone that was a hiring manager for somewhere where I wanted to work. Just be open, be loving towards different people out in public, okay? You don't have to be an asshole. Being open to receive love and that will come your way more. Feng Shui tips on bringing in love in your home. I was thinking back certain things in my own apartments that I've had in the past and past houses that my families have lived in and what ended up happening, like the trajectory, trajectory of their lives in my life and like past apartments. So I want to get into it. I'm going to start off with getting rid of anything that reminds you of your ex, any past clothing that you have of theirs, any gifts that they bought you, sell it, get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. It's just a reminder of that person. And if you really liked that thing, I'm sure there's some way that you can replace it in 
a different form that doesn't have to remind you of them. Like get rid of absolutely anything and everything that reminds you of past lovers. When I was moving, I actually realized how many shirts that I had from like guys that I used to talk to and like exes, like shirts, hoodies, sweaters. It's just like, I don't need this stuff. Like I need to get rid of every single thing. It, it's taking up space in my home and there's no sense for me to even have it. So getting rid of anything that reminds you of your ex, it's only holding on to the past, get rid of it. Number two, um, bed placement. I'm realizing this in my last apartment in Miami. My room was so small. It was very tiny and I had like bigger furniture. So I had to position my furniture in a very specific way to where my bed was up against the wall and thinking about it now because I've been reading about like feng shui and how you're supposed to place everything in your room to in order to bring in love that my bed against the wall was sending the message that one partner would be would feel trapped on the other side because there's only one way to get out of the bed. I'm realizing that that's how I felt in every single connection that I've had in that apartment. Very strange, but having the bed with a space on either side so people can get out on either side. And then sleeping, even like the way that you sleep, if say you have a queen bed, right? I think the bigger the bed, the more you're going to be able to have space, leave more space for another person. But if you are if you have a queen bed and you're laying in the middle of your bed the entire night, you're directly saying that you're not making space for anyone else in your life, for a love partner to join you in bed. It's a subconscious thing, but it is a real thing, okay? Even like parking your car. For instance, you have a house and with a driveway and you're the only person that lives in the house. If you are parking in the middle of the driveway, you're not leaving space for anyone else to come visit you. You're not leaving space for any guests. You're telling the universe, you're telling life, subliminally, subliminally that you don't want guests in your home. Park to one side or the other, leave space as if you're leaving space for a potential partner. Art in your home, this is huge. And I wanna give an example. So my, my um, old house, house that I basically kind of grew up in or the last house that I lived in with my family, my grandma gave my parents a portrait of this, I don't know why, this is like such a weird negative photo. She gave them a portrait of this really lonely girl who was homeless, it looked like she was looked like a gypsy, who was sitting on the street with her violin, looking sad as fuck. Every time I saw this picture, I'm like, you guys need to get rid of this fucking portrait. This is so negative, get it out of the house. What ended up happening was my parents got a divorce and my mom lived by herself in that house and she was very lonely for like a small period of time. I'm like, mom, please get rid of that photo. You are going to end up homeless. She got rid of the photo and guess what happened? She called in her new husband and they live very happily together, okay? The photos that you have up, such a reminder, like there's a reason why people do vision boards, right? If you have pictures that are reminding you of how lonely you are, how depressed you are, or sad you are, it's a constant reminder that you should be that way. That is what you are going to manifest in your life. If you have happy, vibrant, um, like lovebirds on your wall or like very loving couple kind of pictures. The thought is to bring in love into your life. So you want to have like happy things that remind you of love or romantic kinds of pictures. Those are the pictures that you need to be hanging on your wall if you want to attract love. And 
in your room specifically, you want to get rid of like, pictures of your friends or family because it's not bringing the sexy. Okay, you're you're just a constantly reminding yourself of of people in your life, but it's not bringing the romance into your life, right? So leave those for outside of the bedroom. The bedroom is for resting, rejuvenation, or I cannot talk today. Rejuvenation and romance. Resting, rejuvenation, romance. That's what the bedrooms are all about. Anything else that is not serving that purpose, get it out of the bedroom. You want to have equal end tables, symmetrical end tables on either side of the bed because this bring, brings a message that the relationship is balanced and you are looking for a balanced type of love and energy. So getting rid of, say you have one end table on one side and then like nothing on the other side, you're not looking out for both people you only have one end table on one side of the bed message you're delivering is that one person in the relationship is going to be prioritized more so than the other and that is not what you want you want a partnership right if you do if you don't do whatever you want with your room okay don't let me tell you what to do yeah i think that is pretty much it for this episode i hope that you got some value out of this maybe try changing your room up a little bit try changing five things in your home to see if there's anything different maybe add some flowers roses add some romance see what happens see if anything changes but if you enjoy this video please leave that thumbs up leave that five star rating and if you're watching this on youtube hit that bell notification and subscribe so you will never miss another episode again i'm going to be taking a two week at least two to three weeks off but hit my instagram so you will know when i drop my next episode and then i am coming out with a confidence course so when I'm telling you guys, I went from absolutely having zero confidence, everyone would walk all over me, to now not accepting shit from anyone. Like, I'm unfuckwithable confidence. Want to share the skills, tools, knowledge that I have, and I have developed an entire program i'm now putting it together i just recorded the entire thing so if you are curious about that i'm going to be putting it listing it at a very affordable price so if you're curious please sign up for my newsletter and my link and the people that sign up that are in my emailing list i am going to be giving an additional discount make sure that you sign up for my emailing list i'm going to be sending out when i'm dropping it and you guys are going to be the very first to know. So that is it. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. I, it's been a fucking hell of a year. Thank you so much for everyone that has supported. I promise I'm coming back. But until then, I will see you when I see you.